Welcome to today's audio podcast from the Church at Bushland. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of the Church at Bushland and would like to enjoy more resources and weekly updates, we hope you will visit our website at thechurchatbushland.com or download our app for both iOS and Android devices by searching for The Church at Bushland. We'd love to know how this ministry is touching your life. Please take a moment to let us know by emailing us at media at thechurchatbushland.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so by visiting thechurchatbushland.com slash give. I want to just honor our pastor and his wife. Can we thank our pastor and his wife and their family just for all that they do and lead us? Thank you for the opportunity just to, to share this morning. If you are visiting, my name's Tommy Spencer, and it's my honor to be the student pastor um, here at the church at Bushland. And uh, I, I, um, if you are here for the first time, man, as the Lord leads you, we just say, come join our family, because this is a great place to love God, to bless God, and to love people and to bless people. That's what we're about. We don't make it any more difficult than that. That's what Jesus said. Let's love God and let's love others. Amen. And so if you're looking to get in a family, come get in this family that way. I also, um, my daughter was up here this morning. I know she's back here. It's good to have her home from London. And she brought her boyfriend home. Well, y'all welcome Josh from London, all right? Yeah, we, we love him. We bless him. We bless his family and all God's doing in London and the UK. Do you know that God is working this morning on the other side of the world? Do you know how great our God is? Do you know that there are people that are meeting in governments, in countries where legally they can't say the name of Jesus, but they are praising the name of Jesus? Do you know that this morning? There is power in his name. One day, every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. And I just want to say, let's not waste a breath and wait until that day. Let's use every breath and let's declare it now. Amen? Amen. I want to show you just a fun, quick video. How many of you like to laugh? You like to laugh? All right. I think we need, we need a good laugh this morning. Amen. All right. So, so you got to listen to the words of this video. The first part of it, you're going to be like, what's going on? But uh, Brett, roll that video for us. This will be a fun way just as we start today. Just say, Lord, Lord. I need your spirit. Fill me with your spirit. So that I can do supernatural, miraculous exploits for your glory. See, with the power of the Holy Ghost, this is easy. Sometimes you fall, but you got to get up. Amen. Some of you are like, man, I was trusting God in 2018 and it just ended that way. Anybody testify? I want to say to you this morning, all right, laughter is good medicine, by the way. It's okay to laugh, all right? Listen to me. The arm of the Lord is not too short to save. His ear is not too dull to hear. He is faithful yesterday, today, and forever. And I just want to bless you as we come into 2019. You can trust your Father. You can trust him. Amen? Amen. I want you to take your Bible and turn to Ephesians chapter 2. And we're just going to dive in this morning. Um, I, I love getting a chance just to read his word, to declare his word, to believe for his word. 
And so, um, God, as your word goes out this morning, we agree that you're faithful to perform it. You're faithful to fulfill it. God, it's your desire to pour it into our hearts. And so, just as we get ready to read his word, will you just ask the Holy Spirit right now, fill my heart, God, with your words, with your truths, with your promises. See, the, 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 the truth is, as God goes, his word goes out, he'll perform it. But how many of you know we have a responsibility to receive it? and to agree with it, and to declare it. It's time we as sons and daughters started opening our mouths again and speaking the words of God, amen? I, I wanna just say to you, if you've read the word, amen. But it's time to not just read the word, it's time to declare the word to pray the word, to praise the word, to prophesy the word. If you feel like something's been missing, maybe that's just the one little thing you need to tweak in this new year. Start speaking it out loud. Romans says this, by faith, when we, by, it says that faith happens as we hear God. Sometimes the way you hear God is as you speak his words coming out of your mouth. Like everybody just say, Jesus. Okay, a few of you did that, all right? Paxton, we're gonna try to get this down this year, all right? Do you guys know when Paxton says, say Jesus, do you know why he's giving you that invitation? Because there's authority, power, and dominion in Jesus' name. And sometimes when you don't know what to say, it's the most powerful thing we can say. So everybody say, Jesus. Listen to me. Not only does your faith increase, but the enemy has to submit to that name. I pray the word Jesus comes out of your mouth in 2019 more than it has come out all the years of your life. And you'll see the evidence of what God loves to do when his son's name comes out of our mouth. So right now we're gonna read his word. And I wanna say to you, when you open the word of God, it's the bread of life, let it feed and nourish your soul. So Ephesians chapter two, verse one says, and you, God, you, he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. Anybody wanna say, I'm alive and it's only because of Jesus in which you once walked, listen, this is what we once were, in which we once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of this air. I want you to know that Satan has been given some dominion, power, and authority. It's right here in the word of God. He is known as the prince of this air, but his power will never supersede the prince of peace. His name is Jesus. So we've got to see this this morning. We can either surrender to the enemy's power or we can surrender to Jesus' power. The enemy's already been defeated, but we get to be the ones who daily remind him, you've been defeated, it's all because of the blood of Jesus. Listen to me, there's no reason for the enemy to mess with you and have power and dominion and authority over your life. Even though he's been given some power, he has not been given all power. This is what we once were. This is what we once were underneath him. Listen, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. You wanna know why the world is the way the world is? Because there are those who've yet to confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And so they don't know how to act like sons and daughters. So let's stop being the sons and daughters who try to put something on them. And let's start being the sons and daughters who pray a blessing over them so they can confess Jesus Christ and begin to act like sons and daughters. Amen? I don't know if you just got what I just said. It's time we stop blaming the problems on our world on lost people and step into our sonship and daughtership and begin agreeing with what the Father says over us so we can begin to agree what the Father says over them. The government will not fix our world. 
Jesus, when he came, Isaiah 9 says that the government is on his shoulders. Wake up every morning and confess out loud, Jesus, the government is on your shoulders. We will not fear, we will not worry. We will agree and bless our leadership in Jesus' name. Amen? It's not about what party affiliation you is. It's about being a son and daughter who's got a good, good father. And it's time we get to agree with our father because his words bring life. Amen? Amen? Listen to me, there are lost people and you've got the good news, his name is Jesus. And where your feet take you, you get to be the good news to somebody this year. If there's nothing you accomplish in this coming year, can we at least all lead one person to Jesus Christ? Come on, can we all just lead one person to Jesus Christ? Just one. Isn't that what is in the Father's heart? His heart is pointed toward them just like it's pointed to us. Do you know why Jesus hasn't come yet? Because the Bible says that God is patient, not wanting any to suffer. Can we get on agreement with that? And at the same time say, come Holy Spirit, come Jesus. But just knowing the reason why he hasn't is because there's still somebody in your family he's giving time for. So don't give up hope on them because God hasn't. Amen? Like right now, for the one you have in your mind, will you just agree, God, this is the year they confess you as Lord and Savior. And I have enough hope for them. I am not gonna be discouraged by what I see in the natural. I'm gonna be encouraged by what your, what your son did in the supernatural. And he got up out of the grave so they can get up out of what? Death and sin too. That's what God came to do for us. And it just goes on to say, it says, among whom also once conducted ourselves in the lust. This is who we once were. We also conducted ourselves in lust, our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. Sometimes we gotta be reminded what we've been saved out of by knowing what we've been saved into. Do you know you'll never have to face the wrath of God if you've said yes to Jesus? Tell somebody next to you, that's good news. Okay, we got, come on now. Seriously, do you understand? I know it's the 9 a.m. service, but our God never sleeps or slumbers. And we need to wake up. David even told his own soul, he said, wake up, oh soul. So right now, if you gotta wake yourself up, just wake yourself up in Jesus' name. I will never face the wrath of God because Jesus did it on my behalf. That's good news. If you need a word in 2019, let that be your word. Mercy and grace of God says, I will never get what I deserve because Jesus said, I have great worth and great value. Wow. So what have we been saved into? Look at the next verse, verse four, but God, somebody say, but God. <laughs> anyway, all right. Y'all like, that dude's crazy. Yes, I am. And I don't make no apologies. All right, here we go. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together. And don't forget this part, with Jesus. My heart beats today not just in the physical, but as a son and daughter in the supernatural. Jesus breathed the Holy Spirit into the disciples so they could be born again. 
Do you understand what it means to be born again? It means that we have been bought and purchased by the blood of Jesus Christ. So we get to honor and bless our father in every choice we make. Do you know you don't have to make a choice to sin? Somebody's religious circuit's going off in the building right now. What? We live like we're slaves to sin when the Bible says we are slaves to righteousness. The spirit inside us compels us to take steps of obedience, giving glory and honor to our God. Not to make a statement about me, but to make a statement about my good, good father. And it's a daily invitation for others to have the very thing that we have. Amen? Do you know why the enemy still tempts you? Because the last thing he wants is a bunch of sons and daughters running around looking like their father. Can I say that again? The reason why the enemy tempts us is because he doesn't want a bunch of sons and daughters running around looking like their father. And I just want to remind you, so let the temptation be the table turned on the enemy. It's only an invitation to be reminded of the revelation. I'm a son and a daughter. And that temptation is only going to let me shine brighter for my father's glory in his name and renown. I have been set free from sin. I no longer live, but what? Christ lives in and through me. Amen. Come on, sons and daughters. Come on, sons and daughters. I promise you the great awakening will come. Purity is connected to our power in Jesus' name, in the Holy Spirit. It's time we stopped looking like the world and we started looking like our father. Jesus said, I only say and do what I hear my father saying and doing. He didn't let the world overcome him. He let the father be overcomer in and through him. He's just that good and he does that for us. We get to live together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised us up together. And I love this. He makes us sit together. Do you know that a parent will discipline his child because he loves his child and do that in love? I want you to embrace this truth this morning. My father disciplines me, and here's what he does. He puts me, in just a simple way of saying, he puts me in time out with Jesus in the presence of him. Anybody need a good time out in the presence of Jesus? He made me together to sit with him. How am I gonna know what my father says apart from sitting in the presence of Jesus so I can hear what he says? Now I can agree with what he says. Because if I don't know what my father says, then I'm gonna entertain the lies and deceptions of the enemy all the days of my life. And how many know that don't work out well? Because I know me. And me apart from God can accomplish nothing. But listen to me, me with God and the Holy Spirit can accomplish more than you can dream or imagine because my God loves to do the impossible. And look at the person next to you and he loves to do it in and through you. Woo, somebody say amen. We're gonna get happy up in here in a minute. All right. That in the ages to come, listen, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you've been saved through faith, that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. Somebody say, thank you for the gift of Jesus. Not of our works, lest anyone should boast. And now don't miss verse 10. For we are his workmanship. You were made in his image. You are not a mistake. You were made in his image. You were made in his image. And he did good when he made you. 
He cre- we were made in his works, but it's created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. I want you to know this morning, God writes amazing stories, and you're one of his best chapters. That's what it means to be his workmanship. It's him taking out his pen and writing your story. And I want you to know something. When he wrote it, he said, here's how much I want to fulfill it. Jesus is willing to lay down his life and get up out of a tomb and leave his spirit inside of every one of us so that we can realize God writes amazing stories and I'm one of his best chapters. Can I just tell you, there might be a time in your story where it looks maybe something like this. I just heard this thought. The devil was not given a pen to write your story. He can only try and convince you that God wrote you a bad one or has just given up on you. The enemy was never given a pen. He was only given a forked tongue to speak deception and lies. So see the pen in your father's hand because he's always faithful to fulfill it. I want you to know at that moment where you feel like your story's not turning out like it's supposed to, remember the words of Jesus in his example. Listen to me. There was a moment in the garden where he said, God, Father, is there any other way? And I heard this in my spirit. It was like Jesus was asking for a rewrite. You know what I'm saying? Anybody been there before? Can I get a rewrite right here in this part of my life? But I want you to know, don't invite a rewriter. Agree with the one who wrote it right the first time. Because then Jesus said, watch, not my will, but yours be done. And we all know the rest of the story because he finished what God was faithful to start. Because without the suffering, there would be no resurrection and there would be no salvation. And I want you to know, God wrote an amazing story. You're one of his best chapters and it's through your suffering that will lead to a resurrection that will be an open door for someone else's salvation. Can you let that be your encouragement, your hope? If you feel like you're stuck in the season, God writes amazing stories. He chose you and he believes in you. Will you choose him and believe in him? Whoo, I got so much here. But, so let me just say it this way, and then I'm gonna ask my wife, Lana, will you come? I want you to know that we've got, we can agree with the Prince of Peace that overcomes every worry, fear, and anxiety. Or we can agree with the enemy who's a deceiver and a liar. And we'll settle for his schemes and we'll be overcome instead of being overcomers. I wanna tell you how you can agree with God. You pray the word, you praise the word, listen to me, and you prophesy the word. And I want you to hear this testimony of Lana's mom, my mother-in-law, as we just sought to agree for this daughter of his. Uh, My mother passed away about six years ago, but, but before she did, I want, I want to just be her voice um, to share her testimony of what God did in her life, the, the last year of her life. Uh, my mom lived her entire life uh, from her earliest memories in childhood, just gripped by fear and anxiety. Um, she lived with just wounds from childhood um, into adulthood. And so her life, literally fear and anxiety were her constant companion. And um, she was tormented by that. Um, And I just, I want you to know, um, I just want to say beforehand, you have permission right now to believe that you can be set free if that's you. 
you you have permission. Um, I don't want to leave that to the end. I want to tell you right now, you have permission to believe that I don't have to live in fear and anxiety. Um, it's, a, it's a torment by the enemy, and you don't have to live like that. Um, my mom, I remember my mom telling me one time, I, I believe God's word is true. I just don't know that it's true for me. I don't, I don't know that he loves me like that. And that's how she lived her life, hoping that she was good enough, hoping that she was doing enough right things, but not fully believing that. And I, I know she's not alone in that. Um, one, one year, we just decided to, to bless her and encourage her. We snuck into her house and left colorful little notes all over her house. Um, some of them, I think we did like knock-knock jokes and, you know, put them on her, on her um, windows and uh, walls and, and stuff. But we did some just encouraging words, just one step, one breath at a time. Um, smile, you're loved, just little things like that. But we also put scriptures. And one of the scriptures that I had been praying for my mom for years was Philippians 4, 7. And the peace of God that transcends all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Um, and so I wrote on a card, peace of God, guard my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus, Philippians 4, 7, and put it in her bedroom. Um, and we just wanted her to be remind, reminded when she walked through her house that she wasn't alone um, and that she was surrounded by love and by Jesus. Uh, sometimes we need those reminders in front of us, right? It's okay to put them on our walls, put them on our mirrors. Um, so when, when dad, my mom was just plagued with health problems, um, with mental problems, and um, one day she found herself in the hospital, and she's there in her hospital room um, late at night and just began to feel just this overwhelming, like the walls closing in, um, she just darkness, like severe darkness, um, and she could just feel just a demonic presence in her room, and she had felt it before and had been overcome and overshadowed by that before, but this time she began to say out loud, peace of God, guard my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus. Peace of God, guard my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus. Peace of God, guard my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus. And she said it over and over and over. And as she began to say it, something happened in her spirit and she began to believe it. And she began to say it louder and louder. Peace of God, guard my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus. Peace of God, guard my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus. And she would testify to us later that all of a sudden light broke into her room. It literally like she closed her eyes because it was so bright and the darkness was gone. The presence of God filled her room and she was changed and delivered and set free in that moment. And she never went back. She was set free from a spirit of fear of death, from all of the torment. She was set free and anyone that knew my mom was amazed at the change. She was literally a new person. And it was because something in her finally believed the word of God for herself. And she said, he does love me like that. And his promises are true, not just for other people. They're true for me. Several years ago, 
I, um, the Lord just spoke to me about Hebrews 4.12. And he said, did you know that you see that verse in a negative light? You see that verse negatively. Hebrews 4.12 says that the word of God is living and active. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. And it's able to divide joint and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. And he was like, you think my word is judging you. My word is for you. (laughs) Do you know, my daughter, that my word is for you? When we speak out the word of God, when we agree with the word of God over our lives, over someone else's lives, over a situation, we're literally letting the word of God come in and separate us from the things that are against us. Those negative thoughts, those lies that we believe, we're letting the word of God come in and go, "Mm, yeah, that's not what I said about my daughter. That's not what I say about my son. So those revealing thoughts and attitudes in our lives, don't you want that? Don't you wanna know every promise, every truth, everything that God says about you as a son and as a daughter, everything he says about himself? Don't you wanna know those things? When we agree with the word of God, that's what we're doing. It steps in. It's not a what if, it's a when. And I just wanna say that over you this morning as you walk into a new year, that this would be a year of when. If there's a situation, a, a person that you've been praying for and you've been contending for and you've just gotten weary, I just wanna say it's okay. It's okay. Sometimes my prayers literally sounded for my mom like, ditto, whatever I prayed last time, Ditto, because that's all the faith I had. That's all, the, that's all the word I could speak for her because I was weary because what I saw in the flesh did not match what I was praying for her. But I'm here to testify that his word is faithful. And I have in my own life and I'm surrounded by living stones, living reminders that his promises are faithful I just want to say that over you this morning. If you just need just a fresh reminder, a fresh encouragement, go to his word. Maybe that situation, maybe that person that you've been praying for and you're just weary and you feel like there's just something I'm not grabbing onto. Go to the word. Ask God for a new word for them and speak it out loud. Most of our translations for Hebrews 4.12 say that his, it's, it's, his word is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword or two-edged sword. But the word picture for the Jews was a two-mouthed sword. One side being God's mouth, one side being ours. When we speak out God's word, you are agreeing with the one who gave life its name. That's what you're agreeing for. He is powerful and he is effective and he is for you. Yeah, thank you, Lord. You know, God writes amazing stories. You're one of his best chapters. We saw Lana's mom get baptized when she was 66 years old. She finally stepped into her story. 
it's never too late. And that woman who you would never recognize, who was the quiet, meek one, just hidden, she came up out of those waters and she double fist pumped. And I said, that's what Jesus looks like. And she never stepped outside of that another day of her life. Our pastor in this new teaching series is gonna teach us as sons and daughters how to hear the voice of God. You get ready because that's one of the most empowering things we can do for ourselves and to teach our children. And you intercede for our pastor, all right? We just cover him and his family right now in the name of Jesus and by the power of the blood because the enemy doesn't want us to learn how to hear the voice of God. I'm convinced the reason why the church functions like it does is because we try to hear God just through our preacher when we were made to hear God through our own ears. And I love that we have a pastor that's gonna teach us how to feed ourselves. Thank you, pastor. Thank you, Melissa. Amen. I wanna make a worship team come forward. Just a couple of statements here as we just prepare to just, just agree with God for our hearts. I heard the Lord say this, the only power the enemy has in our families, I want everybody to listen to this, the only power the enemy has in our families is when we stop agreeing with God and we begin agreeing with him. Here's the truth. He is the accuser of the brethren. That's what the word says. But when accusations stop coming out of my mouth, the enemy no longer has anything to say. I have a choice. There will be no more accusation that comes out of my mouth toward my wife, toward my kids. Listen to me, toward my worst enemy. Jesus said in Matthew, he said, not only do I want you to pray for your enemies, I want you to agree with God, the Father for them. I want you to bless them. We have reaped accusation because we've sowed it, thinking that we were turning one over on someone else. And I'm just here to say, the power of life and death are in the tongue and it's time that we only agree with life. His name is Jesus. In this coming year, can we all just submit our hearts and our tongues and just say, God, I'm only speaking what I hear you speak and I'm only doing what I see you do. So before we, I want, I'll go ahead and, and ministry teams come forward but I feel like I felt like the Lord wanted us to just have a moment right here as a son and daughter. I want you just to bow your head and close your eyes. I'll have you stand here. Just let's stand for this. Sometime, I want you to see yourself in front of your father right now. I want you to let God use the imagination for good. It's time we take our imaginations back in Jesus' name. Jesus' name, can you find yourself right there in the throne room of throne rooms, in His presence, in the presence of your Father? Can you see His eyes? They're full of love and compassion and kindness. And in that place, there's a blessing that we have that we don't walk in often. It's called repentance. I'm just wondering this morning, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna lead us out in this. Let us start this new year by repenting for the accusations we have spoke against others and receive the words that God's speaking for others. You see, 2 Corinthians 5.16 says, we no longer regard others in the flesh. So my response to you is not what I see in the natural. My response to you is what the Father is speaking in the supernatural. But it starts with repentance. 
So you just submit your heart right there and I'm gonna pray a prayer for us. So Father, we repent. We repent in Jesus' name. No more. No more will we agree with the accuser. No more will accusation come out of our mouths. But only praying your word and praising your word and prophesying your word, which just means to agree, God, with what you say, because what you say is what matters. So, God, in this new year, God, we choose to speak life because you speak life. God, we choose to bless those who persecute us and lead our families to do the same. God, and anybody in our home comes up in a negative light, God, we choose to get on our knees and ask you what you say. God, help us see that it's gonna be our agreement with you that could be their very breakthrough. So no longer could they bring harm or hurt toward anyone else because the blood of Jesus speaks a better name. And I want those words to come out of my mouth. So God, thank you that you heal, cleanse, and restore. And God, just by us choosing to agree through repentance, God, you break every accusation over what we've spoken over our spouses, over our children. No longer do those words, God, have any power, dominion, and authority because we're choosing to agree with your words. Our homes are a place of power and dominion and authority in Jesus' name. And God, our spouses and children will fulfill their destiny because we're agreeing for them. It costs Jesus his life. And we want to fulfill everyone. So God, we love and bless you. If there's anyone here, God, that this morning as the word went out, they just go, I need to give my life to Jesus. They'll just come forward right now and tell someone down front. God, if anybody just knows this is the church I want to be a part of, they'll come and just say, this is where we're meant to serve, where we can agree with God. We love you and bless you, Lord. You're so good and faithful in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from The Church at Bushland. We exist to help people know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. We hope you will stay connected by following the ministry on Facebook and Instagram, by using The Church at Bushland, and on Twitter by using at TCA Bushland.